Hi, I'm Sean Hanif, and you're listening to The Life of an Entrepreneur. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Man, Q1 has just finished. It's the 1st of April as I'm recording this. You guys will hear this episode on Monday, the 1st of all. Happy Monday. It's going to be a new week, the first week of the first of the second quarter, sorry. So yeah, but anyway, just before we get started, welcome back to the Life of an Entrepreneur podcast. I'm your host, Sean Hanif. I'm currently the CEO and founder of a company called Genflow. I help creators. So we help creators, the people that you follow on YouTube and Instagram, and you consume all their content every single day. I work with those guys and we help them monetize their audiences. We do everything. We do everything that you can think of from helping a creator manage their brand deals, manage their careers, which brands are they going to work with. And But we also help them create their own direct-to-consumer brands. We help them sell their own content. We help them structure deals. We help them invest. We do everything. Uh, been doing this for a while. Absolutely love it. Team is now 100 plus. Raised 11 million about 18 months ago. And yeah, Q1 just finished. So in this episode, I'm going to be taking you through some lessons I've learned, positive and negative. And um, yeah, hopefully you get some advice from that. This podcast I do because, um, you know, just to... I love sharing my thoughts. It actually helps me think better. And at the same time, I think it'll give value to any entrepreneur, founder, senior team member in a startup because uh, I live and breathe this. You know, this is my life. This is what I do. This is the life of an entrepreneur, which is my life. So anyway, let's get into it. Here at Germflow, Q1 has just finished. A very interesting Q1. Um, Top line, beat the forecast. Amazing. I guess underneath a lot more work than we probably thought trying to figure out how to scale, you know, how to scale operationally. So one of the things that we probably have really focused on since last year, and I've talked about it in a previous episode, which is the whole idea about an operating model, which is like, how do you operate as a business? So I really doubled down on that in this first quarter. That's been a massive success. It was a whole thing that I achieved in this quarter. So one of the successes of this quarter, all I'll do is I think I'll take you through one one success, one, one, one thing that I struggled with. So first success was coming up with the strategy this year. What are the strategic goals? What are the annual goals? So how it works is, so a strategic goal for me was, you know, help creators monetize their audience. And, um, but to do that, we need some annual goals, which could be drive X amount of revenue with X amount of conversion or X amount of traffic. And you start creating annual goals to achieve that strategic goal. And uh, then you break that down into OKR. So OKR is the objectives and key results to achieve the annual goal. So for example, you know, if the annual goal was to do 20 million in revenue for, let's say, two creators, um, you know, the objective would be were to drive a certain amount of traffic. And then the key result is that number. So you become very number driven rather than just being, of course, everybody wants, everybody wants to grow, but how, how much and how? How are we going to measure that success? So yeah, we did that really well. So I focused on that, as I mentioned, strategic goals, annual goals, OKRs. Then who owns those OKRs? Firstly, for me, my leadership owned them. But then we've worked this year on the level below, meaning, so for example, um, Harry, who's a chief product officer, he, he will get all the OKRs from me regarding product because he manages all product in the business 
everything end to end from the moment we think of a product we manufacture it all the logistics it gets to customers the whole journey he owns that so he owns all the okrs to do with that but obviously he has a whole team so what what his job is to then go eh, away and break down his okrs and and give them to different department heads that he has um so they have the clarity so the one big thing is for anyone listening who might think of doing what i'm just been talking about you have to share the whole strategy with everybody the one mistake the founders often make is that they don't share with the business what the actual strategy is not your sales pitch so you know there's a difference between saying we want to build the biggest creator economy business in the world with the best agency in the world or with the best tech platform in the world whatever those things that you say outside is not how you sell to your team you sell to your team by telling them the plan by bringing them onto the plan fully wholeheartedly so they understand that right this year would be a success for you the founder ceo if we did x amount of money if we made this impact and how are we going to measure that so you know so anyway going back to it so you know then he has to go and tell his old team and they have their own okay so we we succeeded in that that was very very good in this q1 we gave him to get that message out to the business get everybody focused get everybody driven and um yeah and i think part of that was then the operating model which is that how 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 do we work then what do we physically do every single day every single week every single month and how we do it so we can achieve those goals again in the previous episode I break this down really well so make sure you listen to that is that how your team operates and each department operates you know you have to define that clearly and that's what we worked on and that was a massive success um it's going well i would say we still have work to do to get it fully embedded across the business but that's kind of like where we are and um yeah negatives so i think what we've struggled with in q1 and lessons learned so i guess i hired 65 people last year so we have struggled in some areas on just getting people to agree agree with the strategy what happens as you scale is and to anyone that's listening as you scale you're naturally going to have people who don't agree with your business strategy and you don't realize that early days because early days you know when you like sub 40 people everyone just agrees because it's a small team everyone gets to know each other everyone gets to know you personally as the founder ceo but when things get a bit bigger people start to genuinely disagree with strategy with what we're trying to do for example for us you know if a creator wants to do something they're pushing us hard because they really want to do this and we're thinking that's not good for us cuz you know it's going to change our structure we're not going to have to do this so we ha- so sometimes you have to change our approach to be able to get it done and for some people they don't like that because that's not how they've been trained if you come from a larger business people don't like change people don't like that the plan has changed and that means things are always going to be changing i want to stick to what i know i just want to do what i've been told why is this changing so i think where we struggled with in q1 is um yeah i guess just people having different different opinions and people not agreeing to the way of working so the downside of creating an operating model is that some people would fight against it because they don't want to work in a way which um is more generic across the whole business top line for example you know i had one individual who was very clear with that they don't believe in um 
in meetings and we shouldn't have any. And it's like, right, but we obviously need to have them because we are discussing many things and we're like a client facing business. So where Q1 has been a struggle is, um, yeah, I guess we've defined how we want to be and then naturally had a pushback. And um, also when we, I think the other thing that I've struggled with in Q1 is like pushing people to perform and that also didn't have the impact that I wanted to. So, you know, I've had some 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 challenges around operations, some challenges around people. And I think moving on from there, the other thing that's been good in Q1 is obviously we've uh, enhanced our branding, did a brand new website for Gemflow. Go and check it out, gemflow.com. It's slick. It tells you exactly what we're doing. Um, so, yeah, I've been very happy with our marketing and social and how we're coming across and how we speak and you know, it's clear that we are experts in our space now and that feels amazing, you know, and I think that's been a massive success in Q- Q1. In the same spirit, Q1, I think what's been slightly disappointing is probably our speed in trying to attract new creators to the business. We have a weird problem here at Gemflow, which is that our own success is our problem. We have, we've had so much success and, you know, we have so many different creators. We're so busy doing great shit, making money, that there isn't time to go go and make more money. And it's such a strange position to be in. And I often stop to myself and think like, is that okay or is that not okay? Um, for example, right now we have four people in an acquisition team. Their job is to go out and meet creators and, you know, bring them to Gemflow. But then I have a hundred people, you know, on the other side of the business. So it makes you think like, for us to grow, do I, do, should I be pushing more? Should we have more people? so we can grow faster. So I think the disappointing uh, thing in Q1 has probably been, yeah, just our speed. I think we've tried to perfect our materials, all the decks, the videos, the website and everything. So we've been a bit slow in where we would have uh, would have liked to have been when it came to signing new creators. It doesn't mean it's not coming. And hopefully when I do the same episode at the end of Q2, you know, I'll be talking about how, how we signed the 30 creators across different places. So, you know, hopefully that's to come. But, you know, keeping it real, keeping it honest, it, that, that's been slightly on my mind. I think um, the other one would be, I guess, uh, Q1 that hasn't hasn't gone well is that I wanted to really push on a fundraise. You know, I made the an episode about 2022. It's on my YouTube. I'm going to have goals and I want to raise money. And um, yeah, I guess Q1, I didn't actually push on it too much. Just too busy. Have another chance. But the exciting thing there is I've managed to convince um, his name is Sabil. Basically, he was working at Deloitte when I did the first fundraise, $11 million. And situation came up and he was available. So I managed to convince him to join us. And now he's going to be spearheading our fundraise in the next quarter. So again, end of Q2, I hope to be in a position where we've actually, hopefully, got some major investors interested in Genflow. So yeah, I think that's the other thing yeah, in Q1. Um, I wish I pushed on more. I think besides that, just um, some hires have taken a bit longer, but I'm glad where we are now. I think we have some three, four really commercially smart people joining the business very, very soon. So I'm excited about that. But anyway, what can you take from this, right? So if you're an entrepreneur, what I would say is that, you know, you could either be a type of person right now that didn't really have a plan and you're just trying your hardest and whatever happens, happens, right? And a lot of people think like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you do need to have a plan, a real plan. And you do need to write that plan down. A lot of people's plans are just like, even business, this is, that 
I'm building my agency. I need to get more clients. I'm going to do this. Or I need to sell more products. I'm going to grow. But it's like a bit more, a bit deeper than that. You know, like, so what is the actual strategy this year? You should be thinking about that. And if you haven't done yet, it doesn't matter. Do it now. Do it now. Think about how you're going to scale from here. What are the things that you need to do in which order so you can hold yourself accountable? That's the biggest thing that I've learned is that I've started holding myself accountable. That's like I'm my own boss. People say that, you know, to stick the chest down, you're like, I'm my own boss. I do what I like. But it's like, no, it means you're literally your own boss. It means you tell yourself you got to do X, Y, Z. Then you best sit there and actually fucking do it. And that's what people don't realize what it means when he says you're on boss. It means that you are responsible. No one's going to tell you what to do. No one's going to come to you and be like, why have you not done this? And I think that's the bottom line. And I think anyone listening to this right now, that's how you should be focusing on your business this next quarter. What are the things that you need to do and you have to do and you're going to achieve that are linked to your overall strategic goals or what you're trying to achieve as a business, that's what you should be focused on. And that's what you need to go in there and get it done in this quarter. That's, that's what I would say. And you know, if you haven't achieved much this quarter as well, don't worry about it. Just refocus, sit and think, and then think who's doing what around you, who's doing what in your team. What happens to me many times has happened is I've had so many different people working for me, but it felt like we're all just doing lots of things every day and we're not pushing forwards because we weren't measuring it. We were not measuring progress. We were not measuring success. And you need to start doing that. What I mean by that is the amount of people that have social media, but it never grows. But you are paying people to do it. It's shocking to me. If you're not growing every single week, something is not right. And who's responsible for that? What are they doing about it? And if they're not good enough, then you have to replace them. Or you need to get involved and do it yourself. Um, so yeah, that's what my advice would be. But anyway, it's Monday, it's Q2, you know, let's push forwards, let's get it done. And um, yeah, let me know if you got to the end. Hit me up on Instagram, send me a question, I'll get back to you. But anyway, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, would appreciate it. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks.